Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 163 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials in the week of June the 13th to June the 19th, covering 1 Samuel chapters 8 to 10, 13 and 15 to 18. And today we're going to be in 1 Samuel 13. We're not going to continue with the theme we were studying over the last couple of days about God calling his people by prophecy to serve in his kingdom. Uh, We're going to move into chapter 13, so kind of move through chronologically, uh, but deal with each different uh, theme as we go. So 1 Samuel 13, we have... uh, We've missed a couple of chapters where basically Saul um, does a few um, good things uh, as as the king. Um, And Saul, um, if you notice uh, in the chapter heading of chapter 12, uh, it says, uh, Samuel testifies of his own just dealings with Israel. He reproves the people for their ingratitude and exhorts them to keep the commandments lest the Lord consume them and their king. So there is some warning here by Samuel that there is pride entering into the people. Um, Obviously, no mention of Saul as such um, having pride. But what we have here in uh, chapter 13, it says Saul reigned one year. And when he had reigned two years over Israel, um, Saul chose him 3000 men of Israel. And it goes on to explain what he does. Uh, And they smite the the Philistines, but then the Philistines uh, react back. Um, they gathered together to fight Israel, 30,000 chariots and 6,000 horsemen. Uh, so this is quite a big challenge that's ahead of them. And you'll notice that in uh, verse 9, that Sa- that Saul um, seems to be wanting to do something good uh, to make sure that he calls upon the Lord uh, to help him in his trial that he has in front of them. And in verse 8 it says, And he tarried seven days according to the time set that Samuel had appointed. But Samuel came not to Gilgal, and the people were scattered from him. So I just want to take a moment just to pause at this at this, at this point to consider what's happening. So Saul is worried uh, about something that's ahead of him, this huge, uh, this huge army that is in front of him. The people are trembling, as it mentions in the verse before. They are very worried as well. Uh, and so he has asked that the prophet comes uh, to his side and um, makes a, a sacrifice uh, to, to, to the Lord so that they will have the Lord help them in their battle. Now, to begin with, this sounds like a very good thing, that, that Saul is still recognising the influence and power that God has uh, to be able to help and support his people, uh, and that how he cannot do it alone. So, you know, this is a great... Um, kind of characteristics to have but then we have in verse 10 uh, verse 9 sorry um, and Saul said bring hither a burnt offering to me and peace offerings and he offered the burnt offering so we see here that um, Saul being impatient uh, and let's not forget he has waited a week uh, and they had agreed a week before that Samuel would get there but he didn't arrive so it is a while however uh, Saul decides to take it upon himself. Now, whether this is because it is out of fear uh, that he is worried that if this sacrifice is not made, that any moment now the Philistines will come and smite the Israelites, um, so he and he wants the Lord's protection, or whether it's because of hubris or pride, in the sense that he is the king, he is you know anointed by the Lord to be the king, so he feels that he has 
the authority to do so. Um, it's not made abundantly clear what his motives are. But in, in any case, he has done something that he should not. Um, it would be similar to today, a, a person uh, blessing an individual by the authority of the priesthood without being ordained to that priesthood. It's just something that shouldn't be done, uh, and they don't have the authority to do. Uh, and we then see in verse 10 that Samuel comes up, comes along, uh, and in verse 11 it, it, it says, And Samuel said, What hast thou done? And Saul said, Because I saw that the people were scattered from me, and that thou camest not within the days appointed, and that the Philistines gather themselves together at Michmesh, therefore said I, The Philistines will now come up down upon me to Gilgal, and I have not made supplication unto the Lord. I forced myself, therefore, and offered a burnt offering. This um, this phrase, I forced myself, therefore, uh, is an interesting one. Uh, it, it's basically him saying that he, he felt compelled or he felt uh, that he had to. There was, you know, there was no other way uh, to um, do this other than to do the sacrifice himself. Uh, and, of course, um, Samuel uh, replies to Saul and says that this is not what he should have done. Um, and this is something which is taken very seriously. And in verse 14, Samuel replies, But thou, now thy kingdom shall not continue. The Lord have sought him, a man after his own heart, and the Lord have commanded him to be captain over his people, because thou hast not kept that which the Lord commanded thee. Um, so this is obviously... Um, a very uh, important moment um, in, in this story. But notice here that there is some mercy in the, in the um, pronouncement that is made by the Lord through Samuel, that it's that his kingdom shall not continue. So basically that um, he, he is going to continue as king, but in terms of his kingdom, in terms of his posterity and his legacy, it will end after him. Uh, so his son, for example, will not become king and so on, as is the usual case with monarchy. Um, there will be someone else who is appointed king after him. But then we move on uh, to chapters 14 and 15, which aren't in included in our study. But there's such a good story here that I can't um, skip out uh, in verse. And then chapter 14 is really needed uh, to um, to do this, to understand what's going on in terms of this downward spiral, because Saul's son, Jonathan, is part of the army as well. And basically he is a man of great faith. And actually, I think we sometimes skip over Jonathan as a great example. Um, he and his and his armour bearer uh, go and hide um, to see what the Philistines are, um, you know, what their state is, what they're doing. Um, and the the Philistines notice them coming out of the hiding place and uh, and laugh, laugh at them. And basically, in great faith, they, they, they slay a, a whole number of this army uh, which then gives the army of Israel uh, a great strength, because what happens then miraculously is that in the in the confusion and commotion, the Philistines start fighting themselves, uh, and this is obviously a great victory uh, for the Israelites, and um, something which is brought about because of the faith of Jonathan and his desire to do the will of the Lord, because he is fighting for Israel, knowing that the Lord should, will be with them. Um, so this is uh, a big moment, but whilst this great um, show of faith and obedience is being given by his son Jonathan, um, Saul and uh, Saul is 
kind of doing the opposite, is going in the opposite direction. He makes a very uninspired decision in verse 24 that says, Cursed be the man that eateth any food until evening, that I may be avenged on mine enemies, so none of the people tasted any food. Now, the, the issue here is obviously, if you've got an army and you're telling them not to eat anything, it's probably not the best suggestion in terms of keeping them in their physical peak. But also, um, notice here the language that Saul is focusing on himself. And that from this point forward, he starts to get a lot more prideful. Uh, and of course, Jonathan and his armor bearer weren't there when this proclamation was made. So when he returns, uh, or is returning, he, he eats something. Um, and the people notice this and say, you know, your father said you shouldn't do this. Uh, and the people were faint, it says in verse 28. And then in verse 29, Jonathan says, uh, My father had troubled the land. See, I pray you, how mine eyes have been enlightened, because I tasted a little of this honey. How much more, if haply the people had eaten freely today of the spoil of their enemies which they found? For had there not been now a great slaughter among the Philistines? Um, so he's saying basically that this is a foolish thing that his father has done. But his father um, hears that... Um, Jonathan uh, has made this decision uh, and he is in a position where he is going to kill his son because of it. Uh, but the people basically call out against him and say, no, you can't do this. In verse 45, it says, shall Jonathan die who have wrought this great salvation in Israel? God forbid, as the Lord liveth, there shall not one of his hair, head of his hair fall to the ground for he hath wrought with God this day. So the people rescued Jonathan that he died not. So if it weren't for the people raising their voices to protect Jonathan, then Saul would have killed his own son because of a a poor decision that he made as king, which his son uh, didn't even hear. Uh, never mind the fact he actually disobeyed it. He he didn't hear the, the, the command to not follow that. So we see that Saul is, is spiraling down and down. And so tomorrow what we're going to do is move on to the uh, chapter 15, where we see um, Saul again, making an incorrect, a, a, a poor choice uh, and the consequences of this and how Samuel then goes out in search of a king to replace Saul. So thank you so much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed this study. Um, we'll, uh, we'll talk more about how this applies to us tomorrow as well. There's just so much of the story to get through uh, that, you know, it's wonderful. There's lots of things to learn from this. So hopefully you can share what you've learned from this story as well in terms of us and um, how we ought to focus our trust in the Lord uh, and focus on what he desires of us uh, as well, rather than focusing on ourselves and uh, our own strength uh, as Saul did. So thanks for joining us and until we meet again.